0: chance winner. Uh, You just won a
1: million (laughs) dollars.
0: You won a million dollars from the Colorado Lottery. Did you hear that? I won it? (laughs) Are you kidding me? You won! Are you kidding me? We found you! You, Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding you! The Colorado Lottery just came to and house, you won $500,000. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. It's the scammers that are scratching your name off their ticket once they've collected all the money you have or can borrow. Better luck next time, sucker. If you win an honest lottery, people will rush to your door asking for cash. Con artists will be using your now famous name to tell others they're eligible for money. There's just a few taxes and fees you must pay first. In other schemes... A sucker may get a phone call or an email informing them that they've won a lottery they didn't even know existed. All you need to do to claim the money is to pay a few taxes and fees. To prove their sincerity, they shipped you a locked aluminum briefcase filled with cash. The case was rigged with a powder bomb designed to spoil the currency if an unauthorized person opened it. Once all the fees and taxes are paid, the code will be revealed, and the cash is automatically yours. Sound crazy? It seemed reasonable, though, to Lynn Wiggins of Phoenix, who said he was selected for the prize because he paid his utility bills on time. Since it came on Mega Millions lottery stationery, and he had the aluminum case, he started sending the money. He told Three on Your Side in Phoenix... So far, I'm up to $24,852. I'm a gullible guy. I, I trust people too much. And um, this time I got bit. Once it finally dawned on him that he was going to be scammed, he used his skills as a mechanic to find out what was inside that metal box. I have a scope. So I went in, I pried up the suitcase in the back, stuck it in, and there was gardening books in there. Maybe those magazines will teach him that bullshit is fertilizer for plants and it's not to be consumed by suckers. Now I want to introduce you to Manuel Franco. In 2019, he was the winner of a $768 million Powerball jackpot, the third largest lottery amount in U.S. history. That's a lot of money for a 24-year-old from Wisconsin with a long life ahead of him. That life would no longer include working at Target. Franco had some planning to do. Scammers had their plans well underway. In Portage, Wisconsin, a woman got a text message from Franco saying he wanted to give her about $100,000. Shirley Hall operates an animal rescue farm desperately in need of money, so the idea of someone wanting to help, especially someone from her home state of Wisconsin, was not totally ridiculous. She spoke with News 3 Now. He said, well, how much money do you need? And uh, I thought, well, I'll tell him. You know, he could say yes or no. And I said, well, a good start would probably be 100000 to help us completely through. To get the money, she just had to send an iTunes gift card to pay transaction costs. Shirley knows horseshit when she smells it, and she had no doubt this was a huge, stinking pile of it. So she took a hard pass. Score one for Shirley, zip for the scammers. As for the real Manuel Franco, he pledged to donate some of his winnings, but at a press conference said he hadn't quite figured that out yet. He proved that a few months later when he approached a woman in a Target store and gave her a $200 gift card as a Mother's Day gift. Being no fool, the woman checked it out, and the guy standing in front of her was Manuel Franco. She took the card but passed it along to a family she knew who needed it more. Score two for good people. Next on our wall of shame is Jason Curland, who bills himself as the lottery lawyer. Hi, my name is Jason Curland. I'm an attorney who represents lottery jackpot winners all over the country. I've represented clients ranging from $1 million scratch-off ticket winners to $336 million Powerball winners. Two questions that I'm always asked are, one, what is the first thing I should do when I realize I've won? And two, why do I need an attorney? If you win the lottery, it's important to surround yourself with people you can trust. And that's not Jason Curlin. In 2020, federal prosecutors in Brooklyn accused him of working with an alleged member of organized crime to steal millions of dollars from his clients. Curlin and his alleged co-conspirators faced several counts of fraud, money laundering, and conspiracy. They each pleaded not guilty at their arraignments. Prosecutors say the group convinced lottery winners to pay between $75,000 and $200,000 in upfront payments to hire Curlin and his law firm. He then charged the monthly fees of between $15,000 and $50,000. He also reportedly introduced the winners to investment projects that ended up losing $80 million on a $107 million investment. I'm a summer guy. I'll be on the porch enjoying a cool drink and reading doesn't get any better, unless someone else does the cooking. I'm not going to spend the day in fresh air only to eat processed foods. If I'm not eating fresh, I'm wasting one of the best seasons of the year. Fortunately, Factor comes to my rescue. They send fresh meals to me that can be cooked up in minutes. I can go back to the porch with a great meal and enjoy the sunset. I'm not into programmed diets. I like the chef's choice meals. But if I wanted keto, protein, vegan, or anything else, they can provide it. Premium meals could include steak, shrimp, broccolini, or asparagus. The meals come prepped and are customizable. You can get add-ons for breakfast, lunch, or snacks. And when I head out on vacation, Factor will pause my service until I get back. Plus, I love to grill. So I can choose one of Factor's meals during the week and fire up the charcoal on weekends. Be good to yourself. Enjoy the warm weather. Great foods from Factor, along with some money-saving discounts I'm about to tell you about. Head to FactorMeals.com/scamsandcons50 and use code Scams and Cons 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code Scams and Cons 50 at FactorMeals.com/scamsandcons50 to get 50% off your first box and 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. It's not surprising that people try to scam lottery winners, but can the lottery itself be scammed? Tom Russell of CBS 21 in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, took a look back at a scandal that was done live on the air at Pittsburgh television station WTAE. News and weather anchor, Nick Perry, approached the WTAE art director, Joseph Bach, asking whether it would be possible to weigh some of the balls down to produce a predictable number combination. Joseph Bach experimented with adding paint to the balls and discovered that by adding the right amount of paint to the balls with a syringe, would weigh them down enough to still bounce around the machine, but not pop up when the air vent was opened at the top. They decided to weigh down all the balls except for the numbers four and six, hoping the outcome would be less conspicuous. Well, on April 24th, 1980, Edward Plevel allowed the machines to be unsupervised for 15 minutes, where WTAE stagehand Fred Luman swapped the original balls with the weighted balls. After the drawing, Fred Luman swapped out the weighted balls with the original set and handed the weighted balls to Joseph Bach, who burned them that evening. How'd that work out? The boys got a trip to prison that lasted two years. All expenses paid. Now, these guys were in the minor leagues compared to Eddie Tipton. Eddie had Coball. To win a lottery, you have to guess which numbers will come up and have a valid ticket to prove it. To bypass the guesswork, it takes someone on the inside. Eddie was the perfect guy for this job. He was the information security director of the multi-state Lottery Association. You know, the one that runs the Powerball. He not only knew the security system inside out, but he also wrote some of the software that made it work. Starting in 2005, Eddie and his brother began putting their fingers on the scale by occasionally telling the system to generate predetermined numbers on certain days of the year. After the December 29, 2010 drawing for the Iowa Lottery, a guy from Quebec tried to claim the $16 million prize. He said he was representing the real ticket holder, who wanted to remain anonymous. The Iowa Lottery doesn't allow someone to claim the prize anonymously, so the ticket holder had to show up in person. On to Plan B. Just two hours before the deadline to redeem the ticket, a New York lawyer showed up at the lottery office with the actual ticket, saying it was owned by Hexham Investments. The bad news was that Hexham was misspelled, so no money was turned over and the prize could not be claimed. Investigators started digging and came up with surveillance footage that showed someone in a hoodie buying a ticket at a convenience store. I'll give you three guesses as to who bought the ticket, and the first two don't count. Yep, Eddie got his picture taken. And he was convicted on two counts of fraud. I wrote software that included code that allowed me to understand or technically predict winning numbers. Further investigation found that some of Eddie's friends had been enlisted to buy tickets for games around the country that had also been fixed. Those prices ranged from 569000 to $1.2 million. By June 2017, Eddie confessed to everything and was sentenced to 25 years in prison. A judge ordered him and his brother to pay $3 million in restitution. I certainly regret my actions. It's difficult even saying that with all the people that I know behind me that I hurt. And I regret it, and I'm sorry. Hi, Vanessa. Hi, Amy. And hi, hi true crime, crime fans. fans. We're the co hosts of She Goes By Jane. Every week, we'll be covering the story of a missing or unidentified woman in the United States stories you may have heard before, and ones whose stories didn't make it into the news. We've been covering these stories for a while, first in Amy's book of poetry, Doe, and then in Vanessa's documentary, She. But now we want to share them with you here on She Goes by Jane. And each week we'll be joined by a special guest who will read a poem in honor of the women we talk about. Can we say who? We can say who. We'll be joined by actresses like Coco Jones and Gabrielle Ruiz, and musicians like Stephanie Quayle and Kelly Moneymaker, along with authors like Louise Penny and Catherine McKenzie. So check out She Goes by Jane wherever you get your podcasts, or check out Evergreen Podcasts and their true crime channel, Killer Podcasts. We can't wait to bring you these stories. Eddie's mark was the lottery system. He didn't have to find a sucker. In three-card moddy, the sucker will come to you, More sophisticated cons call for careful research and reconnaissance. Other times, a rotodialer and patience is all you need. Unless the wrong number comes up, and that number belongs to William Webster, former director of both the FBI and the CIA. Going to be difficult to convince him he just won seventy two million dollars in the Spanish lottery. The total value of the award is about um seven it is about seventy that about seventy two million. Seventy two? Seventy two million. You are the first place winner and the reason why the reason why I'm this you like, to give you this amount because I do some some, some of your background check I you know that you was uh, you was a judge you was a lawyer you was in in the US Navy homeland security and the basketball team and all of those stuff I do your background check in this particular case uh I think my wife heard me having the conversation and she was protesting in her own sweet way that my playing around with somebody like that don't, don't string him along. Later, I don't know how the conversation turned sour, but it did. And at that point, he shifted gears, and instead of sweet talk, he began to threaten her. Hey, I know you're playing around, right? You know what I'm not going to do? I won't call you back. I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill your husband. I'm going to set your house in fire because you seem to be playing around, and you don't know who I am. I. So listen, I'm not giving you any more warning. I'm just going to send out my guys and listen. Anytime you put back your yourself... In Washington DC, you'll be killed. Book of sniper. I know your home. You see, you live uh the place where you're home at, you live at a very lonely place. And the moment you arrive, I'm gonna put a shot in your head. I'm gonna burn your house down. I won't I don't play. But the FBI is always up for a good game of hide and seek, and they're very good at it. They found Ceneal Thomas and learned that he'd taken at least $300,000 from dozens of victims using the scheme. He was sentenced in February 2019 to nearly six years in prison. They say it's not who you are, but who you know. Oh hell, in this case, it is who you are. People get taken by a scam or con because they want to believe they can become richer, smarter, or more attractive to a partner. But because they were the mark... They never realized they were being scammed. They never saw it coming. What you can believe in is that a new episode of Scams and Cons is coming in two weeks. Thanks for listening. Hello, this is Dr. Grande, the host of True Crime Psychology and Personality. On my podcast, I explore and explain the pathology behind some of the most horrendous crimes and those who commit them. We discuss topics like narcissism, psychopathy, sociopathy, and antisocial personality disorder from a scientifically informed perspective. What is a narcissist? How do you spot a sociopath? What signs can you look for to protect yourself from these dangerous personalities? It's not just about the stories, but also the science and psychology behind them. So if you're interested in true crime or mental health, I'd encourage you to give my show a listen wherever you get podcasts.